0: Well, who would have thought it? Operation Retroshock is back. It's episode 94. Oh, hey,
1: hold on. Wait a minute. Before you do anything, can I do it?
0: Oh, go on. we Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. I was wondering when it was going to come. In. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Operation Retroshock is back after about
1: four-ish years. We were tired.
0: Yeah, I'm a tired. Um... But yes, life gets in the way, things happen, all that sort of malarkey, but um, I have a few stats here. Okay. So I have, so it has been 2,918 days since we first started Retroshock, so pretty much eight years. Right. Uh, Give or take a few days, because we're obviously recording this a few days, because this is pretty much going to be an anniversary episode. Yes. Um, The anniversary is the 11th of February 2010. We're now in 2018. What the actual heck is going on? Um, It has been 1,332 days since you and I last did a show. (laughs) And it's been 1,210 days since I last did a show. So yes, it's been a little while.
1: Just a little while,
0: yeah. Just a bit. But who's counting? Well, really? apparently you. Yeah, yeah. um, oh, I just thought that was an interesting wee thing to throw out there because, yeah, we're back. Um, it's fair to say probably the podcast world's a wee bit different since yes. we were last here. Nearly everybody has a podcast and their dog.
1: Pretty much, yeah. There's some podcasts that you would have never expected, like... Um I listen to one um, not so southern gentleman who are two guys over in America just talking sake, We're
0: back less than two and a half minutes and he's already plugging other people. Yeah. D- don't worry everybody, I'm happy enough. Um, I'm not on winding. And then, you know, like you have so many things now, podcasts on YouTube and mm-hmm. things like
1: that. So you have like a lot of different avenues for you to explore. But we're kind of wanting to kind of condense. I don't think you're going to get any 3R extravaganza no.
0: things. Life is... Not what it was eight years ago in terms of schedules. Um, so I say this, famous last words. Yes. Anybody who listened to this show many moons ago knows I would always turn around and say things like, this isn't going to be a very long episode, folks. And then two hours later, yeah. we'll still be sitting there talking to everybody listening. But um, no, we're hoping to make these things a wee bit more condensed, allowing us to maybe you know try and keep up some semblance of... A schedule. Now we're not going to make any guarantees or anything at all as to how frequent this is all going to be because things do just get in the way. Maybe fortnightly, you know, sort of thing, if we can keep it together. Um, but if for example we are able to keep these things because most podcasts nowadays are sort of forty minutes to an hour at a time, if yeah. we try if we maybe keep that sort of time frame. We might be able to record two back-to-back, and that would help keep the schedule going. Um, but we'll just kind of see how things go, and
1: yeah, when think, we
0: can bring them one, we'll bring them one. Yes, I think a lot of people's attention span
1: has gotten smaller. Like, yeah, I don't think I could sit through a three-hour podcast
0: at one go. It would yeah. be chopping, you know, like it would be every so often mm-hmm. that you would to go back to, to listen to it. I'm probably one of the only individuals... That probably could because I spend a lot of my days on the road nowadays. So yeah. I could probably sit down and listen to a two plus hour podcast on a long trip across the country. But for a lot of folks, you know, trip to work maybe half an hour. Yeah, or minutes, Mike Lacy like when he's yeah. doing his milk. Exactly. You know, so, I, you I know, so, you know, so. Um, hopefully we'll keep most of these to 40 minutes to an hour. And it means then we could maybe uh, do a few in a row. But that's not the only thing. Yes, it's still Operation Retroshock. And I know I'm going to hear sighs from everybody. Because they're like, your name's (laughs) Retroshock. But we're not going to be 100% focused on retro stuff anymore. Again, like I said, the landscape has changed. Mm. And we've changed with the landscape. Yes, tastes, interests. Like, for example, the last time you would have probably heard me and Chris on the air, Chris and myself would have been very still heavily into the wrestling. Yeah. I am still very much into the wrestling, maybe not as strongly as I used to be, but I still watch it on a weekly basis. But Chris is very much migrated to sort of comics and stuff like that yeah, yeah. as his sort of main interest. So that is a taste change over time. So we are we are still going to talk about retro things. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no doubt about that. But you may find that we shake up things a wee bit. Um, the main plan that I've kind of been discussing with Chris and we've been bouncing back and forth is that we maybe. When it comes to shows now, because obviously, again, like I said, we're going to try and keep time down a bit. We um, maybe, maybe focus on one kind of maybe interesting thing that's happened recently in pop culture. Them, yeah, is that a word? Probably not. Um, well, but for, it
1: sounds funky anyway.
0: Yeah, but you know, something that's an interest to folks that would be inclined to obviously listen to a show like this. Um, but then maybe then our little second thing that we we'll talk about in the show would be something more retro. Yeah. So, (laughs) 50-50. And that kind of probably leads us on to what we're going to do today, really. Now, this was kind of... We have been planning to bring this back for some time. Um, We did have something in mind for the first episode about kind of what have you been doing since the last time you've been together and recording. But kind of stuff kind of happened this week. Yeah, because we
1: did have, like, other microphones that um, we got. The amount then, of effort
0: that's been going into to try yeah, to
1: figure this out. And then it didn't work. And then we were going to maybe have to go back to the old way of having a microphone each, which was it just couldn't really work. And then Alan has a microphone here, which we're currently using. So this is the best way. And the audio of it sounds fine. Obviously, we didn't want to do things half-assed and come back and it would be all crackly and yeah. things like that. We wanted to try and give you the best... What do you experience for your ears. <laughs> that we could do. Um but yeah, so like
0: like Alan said, we've been planning this for a while, so I was trying to get the you know But we definitely we wanted to have one out in time for the anniversary. Yes, there's yeah. no point coming back and saying, Oh we're back but it's like the nineteenth of February <laughs> yeah. and we've missed like our eighth Happy late birthday. We've technically even though we've been away for the guts of four years, we missed our eighth anniversary. But we're here, we haven't. This will be out and in your ears. Um probably Wednesday the 7th, I'm not making any guarantees, but Wednesday, more than likely, tomorrow? more than likely, yeah tomorrow, uh, I'll see how it goes, I need to get my editing skills back right. up to down scratch. Write down whatever you
1: said uh, Wednesday the 7th, yeah. yeah,
0: Thursday the 8th. But obviously, um, a little sporting event occurred in the US of A at the weekend there, um, the Super Bowl, and with that brought trailers and such, Yes. so... This episode is very much going to be in line with what I was saying our first sort of subjects will be, and that is stuff of interest, pop y stuff, to the folks that would listen to this sort of show. So you're probably going to guess what one of the things are, but I'll let Chris say what the other one's going to be towards the end. Okay. Which is um, more up his alley, but uh, not that the first one isn't both up our alleys at all. Um, But the first and obvious one is going to be the Han Solo trailers that came out or sorry should I say solo trailers Mm -hmm. that came out I'll be calling it Han Solo or as it's being called in Japan Ranger Solo because obviously Last Jedi didn't do too well in sort of Asia Um, so everybody likes the Power Rangers out that sort of neck of the woods so Ranger Solo Interesting, I think they'll be quite surprised when he doesn't like morph into something. Well, I have
1: a funny feeling The Force Awakens never did well in Asia because I have a funny feeling it was the Yokai watch film Some, that it's something
0: like that. It's Star Wars has never really done too well in sort of Asia, well, neither because, is Xbox either, yeah, you know, because the original trilogy never came out in cinemas, you know, when it normally did out in the yeah. West, so there's never been that fandom that's built up. But what we're going to do is we're going to just talk a bit. About uh, the hand Solo trailer, we're going to talk about the main one, if anything kind of jumps in my head, is from the Super Bowl spot, which did have some slightly different stuff in there, but it's it's the main trailer, the main one to talk about really, because that gives you a bit of a better glimpse mm-hmm. of Solo himself. Um, so I have geared up here on the iPad, we're not going to obviously play any audio or anything like that, because that would be very, very naughty. <laughs> Um, it's different times for that sort of thing now as well, but I've got screen grabs of all kind of what I felt were kind of like the main things from the trailer and we shall discuss those. So, um, you can follow along if you want, you can gear up the trailer on YouTube or whatever. Other streaming services are available. <laughs> really? Um, Which ones? <laughs> I know. But, uh, the first kind of main glimpse we get is Han clicking a series of buttons in In the cockpit of the Falcon and it is fair to say shiny and new. Yeah, very shiny because it almost, well, to go on
1: a little bit to whenever he's standing outside the cockpit of Mm. it and he's kind of looking up, it's almost as if that's his first glimpse of it. Um, That would make you think that, yeah. Because, obviously, we think... Well, from what I would have reckoned that this would have been Lando's ship because Mm -hmm. from him. But in the cockpit, we see a white hand on the control and a robot on the other side. Exactly. So we don't see Lando piloting it. So whether he
0: owned it, but he's more a passenger than a pilot. Well, I am going to counter you at some point because there is a wee shot of Lando at some point here piloting. Um, But at this particular image, this first image we get is 100%. um, a Caucasian individual, <laughs> um, so presumably Han, um, but nobody in the co-pilot seat, so no robot, no Han, uh, sorry, no, not no Han, no Chewie, <laughs> yeah, um, I can't. or anything teams. like that. He's good, but he's not that good. No. Um, but yeah, just a nice quick glimpse at sort of a brand new Falcon, which we'll of course see a wee bit more as we go along, but it was nice, nice opening. So next up we see um Han in a speeder uh trying to get away from a stormtrooper of some kind on another speeder. But you'll notice here, Chris, he's with Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. So the Kira character. And this looks remarkably to me, like a flashback of some sort, like an early days thing. It's more the hair as well. Yeah, because like if you compare how she looks here yeah, to when, to when how we she see looks later. It. Yeah, uh huh. There's a remarkable difference. She looks like she's doing a lot better for herself.
1: He almost looks in that shot like Benedict del Toro. Just the face (laughs) of it just looks
0: very, you know, with the curtains and the actual face. But yeah, this definitely, this to me would probably be towards the beginning of the movie. And I'm suspecting sort of giving you kind of a brief glimpse of sort of maybe a few years before the main body of the story. Yeah happens. Which is a cool scene. It was one of the it was one of the scenes that we kinda got the leaked photos of and again leaked photos aren't ever the best thing mm-hmm. to try and see. Uh stuff and it didn't look the best but in this I think it looks pretty this good. This could
1: almost be like with James Bond before mm-hmm. you see the 007 thing and him walking and shooting the mm-hmm. eye and that kind of thing you normally have like an action bit so this will probably be before a nice chase before yeah, a nice chase will probably lead you into whenever the solo thing comes up obviously we'll not get an opening crawl or anything mm-hmm. like that and then that Earth will probably open. be yeah or then it'll probably be you know like say you know six years later or whatever and then Aye. you see a remarkable difference in um what they both look like because you could see that she kind of has relatively short hair there whereas yeah. in the trailer her hair is kind of tied back. Yeah, a bit longer know. as well. Yeah, so...
0: Um, but this is, of course, um, I know in the Super Bowl trailer we get that very, very quick glimpse at the end of it where he's kind of behind some sort of door with kind of vents and stuff like that. But this is our first kind of proper shot of um, Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo... What were your first impressions? Uh, it's a difficult one because, you know, with Ewan
1: McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, like you've got his younger self, which is grand and fine. But and you had three movies to kind of build up with him as yeah, well. Yeah, whereas this, you have this and, you know, I don't know. because it's He's such an iconic character. I'm not saying Obi-Wan Wan Kenobi isn't. It's going to be interesting. But it's... More, I can accept Donald Glover as Lando more than I can accept him that, as Han Solo. That
0: is the weird, weird thing about this, and that is pretty much what I have noticed on social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been like, "Lando, yeah, that is Lando." Maybe it's because people are a bit more familiar with the body of work of Glover mm-hmm. than they are of Aaron Wright. Yeah Um, because I think his kind of biggest thing is Hail Caesar by the Coen Brothers or something like that, which I haven't seen, so I can't judge anything. So I'm going in completely blind to this, probably like a lot of folks are, because I don't think too many people saw the Coen Brothers movie Hail Caesar. Um, But anyway, back on topic. Um, We, of course, haven't heard anything from him yet. We're kind of getting a slight kind of voiceover at this stage, but we haven't seen him actually Mm. talk. The voice hasn't been put together with the face just yet, but is there something you can notice in that picture for me, Chris? In between the two individuals, right there. What is that? The, the dice. D- oh right, okay. The dice um, that we see in Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and of course, A New Hope originally. Oh, and and then the deleted scene. Scenes, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, as we kind of suspected, maybe with Last Jedi when we saw yeah. that scene that they were going to play in to this movie in some shape or form but as I kind of mentioned we're getting a bit of a speeder chase going on here down some sort of industrial alley and Stormtrooper kind of bites the dust now I don't have it in the pictures here but the Stormtrooper armour looks slightly different it more looks like it's just kind of like and I don't know whether it's the quick glimpse I saw of it but it kind of mainly looks like shoulder pads and helmet Mm -hmm. it more looks like probably looks more like kind of what you would see somebody on a bike yeah but more like leathers sort of yeah. thing could be completely wrong but that's the glimpse I got of it um, but we'll not dwell on that sort of thing too much uh, the main thing was our first glimpse at Ehrenreich as Solo No, <laughs> this is the the thing that has seemed I won't say controversy causing controversy online but we see a certain let's just say passageway on a spaceship Mm-hmm. that is brand spanking shiny white and new but again
1: like you say if the start of this is more of a flashback what's mm-hmm. to say that that this isn't, the very isn't? Beginning. yeah because there's the door there mm-hmm. you know so what's to say that this isn't again like six years later obviously
0: interiors get you Getting know yeah enough. We all know, sort of, if you think of old uh PCs from the 90s sort or of thing, SNESs, whenever they go yellow. really yellow, yeah, and that's pretty much what we kind of see with the Falcon when it's older, is this sort of beigey, sort of slightly mucky walls that yeah. you know could age. But what I've try- tried to kind of say to myself is it does sound like this is going to end a few years before a New Hope, and there has been word that it's going to take place over a six year period, so if say. It's four years before a New Hope. And then you have those six years. Say we see the Falcon at the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. If you think you buy a brand new car today, in ten years' time, it's not going to be anywhere near as clean as what it oh, was no. when you bought it. No, no. So, let's not get too uppity about it, everybody. But that seems to be Star Wars fandom at the moment. We get uppity about absolutely everything. But I must admit, when I first saw this shot, it was a very nice... That's probably, interesting that's thing probably the shot out of all of the trailer um, that probably kind of takes you back. Yeah, Like, you probably, whoa. Because you kind of go, wait, that's the Falcon. Is it the Falcon? You yeah. Know. Um, but yeah, and it's... Do you know what I find kind of interesting about it? It almost feels slightly Imperial.
1: Yeah, especially that with flooring. the
0: floor. I was going to say, with the floor being a shiny. The flooring, it feels very Imperial. So it does... Um, But that's just a little thing I pick up from it anyway. But moving on to our next shot, and of course this is the shot you were talking about just uh, before we went on air as well, is a shot of Ehrenreich as Solo staring up in some sort of misty location with what looks like potentially like two moons or something Mm -hmm. up there at the Falcon. Where do we think this is? Any guesses?
1: Well, if it's got two suns, it could be Tatooine, for all I know, if 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 it's being as... That's that's one thing about the trailer, it is very, aesthetically, it's very dark. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not a lot of brightness in Mm -hmm. it. You know, whenever you look at Rogue One, you certainly have elements like that, but then you have other parts, like, whenever you're on the beach and it's so bright. I mean, I can't honestly say, like, here, that Mm -hmm. looks totally different as well
0: it looks a bit more smoother plating and stuff like that so it does that almost Um, looks like a bigger ramp for them to go up on exactly Um, there's the potential I would say for this to probably be Kessel you know Spice Mines or something like that Um, but it could be anywhere so we'll just uh, leave it at that but no it is it's another glimpse at the Falcon Um, and as you say kind of slightly different looking again so moving on, we now have a lovely sandy beachy area, mm-hmm. and this is our first glimpse of um, Woody Harrelson as yeah. Beckett, and something along the lines of, I'm putting a crew together.
1: Yeah, but says kid
0: yeah. as well, so is this where he picks that up and calling Luke yeah. kid then? you know it's kind You of, would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah kind of taken a wee bit back but no this is, this is a very interesting location because you can kind of pick it up going throughout the trailer where certain things are happening because um, there's another part that we'll come to eventually where we see some sort of like almost like a shaman sort of mm-hmm. guy with an interesting yes, yeah, mask yeah. in a sandy area mm-hmm. so it must probably happen in this sort of um area now this is where they get dead sneaky with this trailer So it is because this is where, as I said, sort of he turns around and says, hey kid, you know, I'm putting a crew together. But then then it's Chewie. Chewie says yes. Yeah. But they're in snow and wearing big hefty coats. Mm -hmm. So they've mixed match two scenes. Yeah, very much like they did in The Last Jedi
1: and The Force Awakens. Yeah, they're always
0: good at giving you a red herring somewhere. So it's not necessarily... That scene there that we see him there with Woody Harrelson, because obviously they're saying Woody Harrelson is some sort of kind of mentor to him, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, Because he says in the opening thing, you know, I've been running scams on the streets since I've been 10 and stuff like that. So he's probably known Woody Harrelson's character for some time. But we obviously see there there's no Chewie there. Mm -hmm. So this is pre-Chewie. So whatever Chewie's saying yes to is probably something completely different.
1: Yeah. Like are you cold? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so another shot we get is again of the Falcon. But this time we have Amelia Clark's Kira again. So we do and as we kinda mentioned, she's looking a bit more dapper. Yes. Here, so she is a bit more fancy. What jumps out do you hear?
1: Uh I would probably say that her cloak would be jump out more as well. Um I'm sure there's probably something obvious, like, um, but I would say that with her, you know, like, because she's actually got the cloak, but she's got, like, no, it's not as if she's got a long sleeve or anything on either, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know, you know, that you'll go, like, oh, here, we this. What do we think of the droid?
0: Oh, is the droid floating? No, it's, it's just got, like, long limbs and stuff like oh, that. Right, okay. If I say Alpha 5 to you, will you ever unsee it again? It's kind of after, up that head af- to it. After watching the
1: Power Rangers movie, yes, I can unsee it. No so it's fine. Oh I suppose yeah. Yeah. So or he was more he was more again
0: Um again, Falcon looks a wee bit different. Because obviously we've been used to the ramp being at the circular part. Yeah. So I've but again that circular part looks a wee bit different. So it does to me. So I'm thinking obviously we're fairly certain that the Falcon at least for most of the movie, belongs to Lando. Yeah. So I wonder, is this kind of after the sort of, you know, we've got a crew together, yada, 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 and she's coming off to meet somebody somewhere, mm. sort of thing. So at this point, Falcon's still all shiny and new here. I have no clue where this location might be because I don't notice anywhere similar in the trailer. Now, do you watch Game of Thrones No. Yes. You do? people have kind of been calling her Space Khaleesi here because of the kind of the robe sort of thing.
1: Because oh, yeah, she's right. kind of got that sort of yeah.
0: presence like she does in yeah. Game of Thrones there. But I find it quite odd seeing her with dark hair. Oh yeah, it's very, it's very strange, so it is. When you're used to her with blonde hair... But then that's like Black Widow with her blonde hair. Yeah. It's, like, it's very strange. It's very jarring. Yeah. Very jarring. But there we go. There's <laughs> the man himself. There is Lando. And I think, and again... This is what's floating about on social media. Everybody seems fairly happy.
1: Yeah, and it's not as if we heard him say anything either. That's
0: it, isn't you it? Know, you like know, like we not saw, a single word.
1: we saw him do that, and we saw him, as people call him, pimp Lando with the big, like, coat <laughs> thing. But I think it's. I think they've captured. The character of you know, with the mustache, the beard there, the hair, mm-hmm. the the clothes and everything. The clothes definitely. You know, like everything there just seems again, no pun intended, you know, like it is the background and everything is very dark. Mm. You know, like it is very again, you know. Like it kinda of
0: pops off the background. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's almost a case of you would think that he's like we've seen shots of him wearing something like very bright and like yellow and
0: things like I that. I think it is the same you know. outfit. Yeah. I do think it's the same outfit. But I love this shot. Any shot I've seen of him playing Lando in this, these trailers has been superb. And you've kind of mentioned it there, the sort of um, the Lando in the big kind of fluffy kind of fur coat sort of yeah. thing. That scene has my interest because in that shot, it's a very, very short shot, and this is this is what we get ourselves in trouble with as Star Wars fans and what caused The Last Jedi to be a letdown for a lot of people. It's theories and well, oh, speculating yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, but that's half the fun, we're really, at the end of the we're day. Not, we're used to that, being wrestling fans. But if you look at that shot, he's standing there, and it's kind of like flashes of light. And mm. a lot of people are saying, oh, is it lightning, is it thunder, that sort of stuff. I'm kind of speculating, is it... We've seen it from Empire, stuff like that. Like Chewy or something working on the Falcon. Yeah. Like stripping it down or something like that for a heist or a gig or whatever they're doing. And obviously, the Falcons' his mm-hmm. baby at this time because he didn't really look too impressed in that shot. No, so he didn't. So I'm wondering—is that maybe something that they're going to go for? But well, that could mean
1: again with Empire, you've got a lot of what nerve do pulling here after what you pulled. Yeah, you go like me. You yeah, know, like, and that's what that could mean.
0: Exactly. You know. Um, but again, we're going to come back to this sort of shot. Um, in a wee moment. Because it provides us interesting things. This shot here, we're getting on to what appears to be the rest of the team that yeah. Woody Harrelson's character Beckett has assembled. Tandy Newton, uh, here. Um don't ask me the name of the character she's playing, I'm not hundred percent sure. Again, there's speculation floating about people saying, Oh, is this like gonna be their version of like Santa Solo? Like she's you know, yeah. been his wife, not wife from another uh, job that, that they've done. But again, I think that's probably just jumping into speculation. Oh,
1: that you bad. could say so many things, you know, like with the comics, you have like Dr. Afra, who appeared in the Darth Vader comics and people were speculating that she was going to be in it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like, right, well, you know, they'll tell us the characters whenever we're ready. You know, like it could be a character that maybe has, maybe this is somebody who is Lando's aide or something mm-hmm. like that, the way Han eventually will have Chewie. Maybe this is... Lando's aid
0: before he gets lowbot, say, you know. Thought you were going there. Thought (laughs) you were going there. Um, But she looks uh, pretty sinister in her look. And now, this is the shot that had probably 99% of Star Wars fans fooled the first time it popped up in the trailer because it is literally a split second scene. And it's some sort of ape creature with four arms and goggles. And when this happened very quickly in the trailer, my first initial thought was, Oh, it's Maz.
1: It oh, okay. There's history
0: there. Yeah. Again, we got a glimpse of their history in the battlefront game, but you would have thought, Well, with their back and forth in Force Awakens, there's a bit more history there. Yeah. So that was my initial thought when it popped up. But no, quite clearly, definitely not Maz. But is
1: that an Imperial officer in the background there? Judging by Because like that yeah. looks like the one in the the teaser trailer the one that talks to Han you know and that's and you see with the likes of these things here I never take these for granted because again Zuvio and
0: stuff like that in the
1: last Jedi one we saw the thing with the cannon shooting and then it wasn't in the film you know so there's a lot of things so this may look good but it may not even be anything
0: interesting creature yeah but Moving on. And this is the other scene that I was talking about when we were discussing Lando there. Mm -hmm. Because you can see this is this same sort of dark place. Yeah. So it is. And now, children, avert thine eyes. If we do a little zoom between Mr. Solo's legs here. Yellow shirt. Right, okay. So this is very likely... The game. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say because you have like all the the weird like characters. You know, like one that looks like reese or whatever he's called. And I oh, that's the background there. I was wondering if that was like a thing from Jabba's palace, mm-hmm. but then you've got like different but characters. It definitely all right looks there. like
0: some sort of kind of dive of a yeah club where uh, yeah. dodgy uh, dodgy games could we, be going on. All we
1: know this could be. Moss Isley, mm. because obviously Ben says about that, and then Han is in Moss Eisley mm-hmm. So, what's to say that we can't revisit that? And then, this was that's a back game. Is. This, this, because very... again, even though it's dark, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like his hair is the same mm-hmm. as what it is that we've seen with the
0: curtains and all. I yeah. think this is more that looks more of, classic, Han to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the silhouette definitely. because yeah. That was the thing when I first saw this shot. Again, you've watched these trailers you know, a number of times, and you eventually pick up the details. But first glance at this, when I first saw it the first time, I was saying, like, that looks very much more like Han from, yeah. you know... I think it's more the blaster as well, the kind of... It's the whole silhouette. of yeah. yeah. Just, you know, it looks like Harrison. Um, but yeah, this very much looks like it's going to be that Sabacc game, and that has me very excited. Because mm-hmm. that is one of the key things. I think we'll kind of... We'll, I'm not going to say we're going to pause here for a wee second, but we'll kind of go off and discuss something else here. If you were to probably sit a Star Wars fan down and say, tell me a couple of the things that you would want to see from a Han Solo movie. Yeah. You're going to have that Sabacc game mentioned. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to have, how did he meet Chewie? Yeah. And you're probably going to have Kessel Run mentioned. Mm -hmm. Those are three big things. So they are, looks like we're definitely getting one. Chewie's all obviously involved in some shape or form, yeah, we don't know exactly how. I've maybe a theory, but we shall see. I'll talk about that in a wee second. Um, but then, Kessel Run. Which of those three
1: would you be most hyped for? Oh, definitely! If I, I always am a sucker for like origin stories. So to see how he meets Chewy, whether this is you know, like a life debt thing where he saves Chewie from something Mm -hmm. or from someone, you know, like whether Chewie is not as strong as he is and then is going to get like taken off over the Empire and Han sees that and he's like, oh, what are you doing with him and kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. tells Chewie to go on and because those two can understand each other, Mm -hmm. you know, like obviously that doesn't happen all the time.
0: Yeah, because that's the thing as we see in this trailer already, he understands them. Yeah. Yeah. He can confer Wookiee to Beckett. Yeah. So he can. Um, I'll tell you my theory, considering we're talking about Che at the moment. Now, it isn't in this longer trailer, but it was in that Super Bowl spot. hmm We see the train of some for- yeah. sort thing, which appears to have Beckett fighting, like that shaman guy on top of it again. So whether they're going after something that's on the train... hmm I'm wondering it's either going to be probably of two things. Either as you kind of mentioned, sort of, we saw Han kind of wanting to enroll in the Imperial Flight Academy and stuff yeah. like that. Does he discover Chewy along that part of his journey, or could it be that there are a ton of Wookies on that train mm-hmm. because we know Wookies are kind of used for slave labor yeah, what about in the, the, the Empire? Attack
1: of the Wookies?
0: <laughs> well, could they run into them? They could be getting transported in that train because obviously we see chi in that snowy environment. Yeah, that the train's going through the mountains and stuff like that. So that would be my two main theories in that regard. Happy enough with either. They'll probably I'm just modest. meet in the street and go like, "Hello." All right, how's you? Speak of the devil, and he mm-hmm. shall appear. And again, first thing you might kind of notice with Chewy here this is thing with the belts. Yeah, he's an extra it's, one. It's two instead of one. Indeed. So he's definitely ready for a bit of fighting by the looks of it. Here um, and this is obviously um, the new boy uh, playing Jonas, tree. Jonas something. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not even gonna try and butcher his second name. He actually posted a reaction of him watching it, and he was. You could see he was just so excited. Mind it's all because he had the eye makeup on. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously still doing some. Apparently, final they're,
1: apparently they're still doing reshoots. That's crazy. Apparently they're doing reshoots of the reshoots from what I've been reading.
0: <laughs> so that's insane yeah that's a lot of money that's a lot of money but yeah this is the moment where we see Han turn around and say yeah he says yes um and again he still kind of has the curtains yeah. going on here when he's talking to Beckett so it's only the three of them it seems here at the moment anyway there's no sign of Kira or Lando but they could be off doing some other part of the job and here we are back inside the Falcon and remember I told you there would be a shot of Lando. Oh, yeah. Wearing yeah. his yellow luminous stuff. That we see at the Sabac game. Yeah. So we do and a better shot of this droid. Now apparently this is his droid. Okay. So is, and they're kinda of doing this sort of whole secret sort of handshake sort of thing. Yeah. You know, kind of mimicking each other's moves. Um and again you just get a, a slightly better shot of the Falcon here. Um nothing really particular to say and then again kind of we see another shot of the I'm not going to call them the joysticks <laughs> a proper the levers an absolute diehard could tell me exactly what these are yeah I'm going to call them the thruster controls okay because that's what they always kind of seem to be involved when it comes to light speed yeah so because this shot exactly we see Lando we basically would be throttling up yeah and the Falcon goes to light speed basically so but these, again, show us a different glimpse of how the Falcon looks here compared to how it looks in A New Hope and then later the sequel trilogy. Because, again, I showed you before we came on air the differences yes, yeah. that are here. Yeah, um, Nothing crazy dramatic, but little changes enough that you can believe that Hannah's obviously done some stuff to this ship. Yeah. Over the years, because we can kind of see on from sort of a new hope onwards, the two outer thrusters can't can't go back the full way; they're kind of locked in place. Um, you know, from sort of halfway up, but yeah. Well, they call a Muge
1: milker for trying to
0: do something <laughs> weird? Now, this scene, this for me was—I'm not going to say the most jarring part it's of the, the trailer. Most, maybe out of all of them, it's the most out of place. Yeah, kind of. Everything up until this point for me has felt relatively Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you can believe it, especially the stuff in the Super Bowl where you saw like Han going to enroll in the Imperial Flight Academy. Mm -hmm. But this is weird. Describe to the people what you see in front of you here, Chris. Um, This almost looks like a female
1: version of Size Noodles from um, Return of the Jedi, if you think of it that way. This seems to be like some kind of entertainer. Um, because there's a lot of people around the sides of it, all kind of. And then you have the white things there, All the white things. Um, <laughs> you have like people. That it looks like dancing, and then beside this singer who looks uncanny, like your woman. Um, oh, you want from James Bond? The oh, Mayday is it? Uh, and then it looks like she's talking to a brain in a jar or something. Some so, sort of
0: weird creature. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It looks. And like I say, it is very. Obviously, we'll see the whole reasoning like this, but this may be where, because it looks like from the other part, this is where Amelia Clark's character is going to be. I don't
0: know if I have her. There we go. There she is. Yeah, so longer hair, there's a white as you mentioned. There. Yeah,
1: so longer hair there, and it seems to be this is maybe where they find her, and then before like she goes on her mission, she gets her hair cut short or whatever. I don't know. But, um, yeah, this seems to be like their cantina in a sense
0: you know. A, maybe a bit more of a high class cantina yeah yeah. considering the clientele and the look of the clothes and stuff like that in this sort of little section as well um, a lot of fans have got quite pleased by this because I think this has maybe been one of the one of the criticisms coming out of the sequel trilogy is where's our original trilogy aliens mm. you know we're getting all these fancy new aliens and stuff like that but we're like you know where are our old favourites you know the hammerheads and stuff like that um, which you may get in the Sabacc game in all fairness exactly but um, in this area there's been a few uh, Twilight spotted okay. as well so obviously probably considered the most um, interesting scene from Jabba's Palace yeah um, the dancer going down into the pit of the Rancor and stuff like that um, but yeah this is where we see Amelia Clark's Cura again now I like this shot mm-hmm. um This is very much Western. It seems almost like they've almost
1: put the Indiana Jones aspect of
0: Harrison Ford
1: here. You know, because obviously Harrison Ford was up against a, you know, like a sword wielding guy. And because Harrison Ford, famously known on that day, had the squits. Um, that's when he just shot him, and that's why that
0: ended. So, you I get one of the most iconic scenes in movie history. But I could see this being something very similar to yeah, that. that this boy's there and he's yep, feeling mm-hmm. his pole about, and he just goes yep. and just fires at him. Yep. Which, again, I think we're very much going to have a reconfirmation of that age old theory of who shot first. Yes, we're yeah. gonna see very much that, uh, at least in his younger years. Quick there, was the draw. Not, there was not a care in the world and he yeah. will he will end you so he will but yeah this is a lovely shot and of course it involves this kind of masked shaman sort of fella um, that as I mentioned seems to be fighting on the train as well as here which is interesting mm-hmm. um, considering this is obviously the sand location yeah. which people are thinking maybe it could be Corellia or something like that um, compared to the snowy area off the train so they must follow them along. Well, it looks we like... It, some shape it looks like one? with
1: his outfit being as woolly... You see, this is another thing. is Could this be Wookiee hair? Could be. That they've got the Wookiees and they've actually used them as... That's a good show. You know, like That's so maybe show. this is where Han's going to free the Wookiees, you know, and Chewie is one of them. That's And then maybe he shoots him and Chewie and Han take out the rest of them and then he's free, so... That could be... Because to me, that means that they're kind of dressed for all-terrain, because mm-hmm. they must be really boiling, having that. Um, it would be a bit warm, yeah. Yeah, so... You never you never know. And it almost looks like, you know, with, obviously, the likes of this here, kind of looks very Mandalorian kind of mm. mask as well. So I ah, asked
0: yes, sort of... It's just sort of... If anybody's ever played the game Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. it's a wee bit like that, in that it's kind of... It looks... Organic. It looks natural in terms. Yeah, of like, it looks of like, like bones and stuff. Yeah, like I think but that. Then, like you say, that has that sort of kind of. If you look, of a Mandalorian if you mask. look at the background there, and there, and there, and there, they're all different. These
1: all seem to be these people make. They're these. Mad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but no, definitely Star Wars definitely has got a thing for people concealing their faces with masks nowadays. Oh yeah,
1: and plus the fact it's all merchandise as well, you know. So.
0: Just the way they like it. Yep. So. This is another interesting scene that we've got here. This is obviously, we're back in the snowy mountains here and we've got a ship and a few other people that seem to be in kind of like individual sort of craft. I'm not going to call them speeders because they're up dead, dead high. Yeah. Um, But from looking at those, I think those are the same boys with the masks yeah, there. You have one here and you have... W- now, whether that's-, that's... That's getting dropped from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so whether this is to do with Han dropping his... Spice. Yeah, dropping his stuff, <laughs> and he's not in that. You know, whether they have to make weight, and he's went, right, well, instead of throwing people out, I'll drop that, and then these guys are after
0: They're then. chasing after them anyway, because yeah. that would make sense with Beckett fighting the guy yeah. on top of the train. This is something they've got from the train.
1: Yeah.
0: Something along those lines. Um, And no. This, for me, is probably the scene that gives me, I'm going to say, maybe the most hope for Iron Reich. Rebellions and. are built on hope, though. So <laughs> thats I'm not going to say it's a pet peeve, but the amount of times in recent Star Wars that word gets thrown around is scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can play Hope Bingo with the Star Wars movies now, <laughs> but this scene, we're in some sort of kind of tent of some sort. Yeah. Here and it's again. It's Amelia Clark's cura with Aaron Reich as Han, and she's saying to him. And it's interesting the phrasing of this. She says she knows what he is, not who he is. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but when I first heard this, I was thinking scoundrel. scoundrel. Yeah. yeah, scoundrel. I think to use Obi Wan's phrase, you know, a million voices cried out, sort yeah. of thing. You know, everyone's like scoundrel. Scoundrel or a scruffy-looking or further, but Scoundrel that seems might be a bit two on the nose. Maybe a bit too on the nose, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the nose. Um, but it's in, in this scene as well where he kind of puts on that sort of hands protective sort of kind of machismo Pr- yeah, sort, of privado, sort of thing, sort yeah the big grin, sort mm. of thinking, "I go ahead, tell me yeah. what I am," and then she's just kind of still staring at him, and he kind of just he kind of slowly loses the grin, Yeah. and then he's kind of like uncomfortable. Mm, <laughs> um, so that gives me hope for how you'll do with this. But on we go. Now this, I feel, links back to what we saw, that shuttle dropping the cargo. (laughs) Just with that face, you didn't need to use the word dropping because it looks like (laughs) (laughs) it's dropping something else in all (laughs) fairness. But no, this is definitely not the Falcon, obviously, so it must be that ship. Because you see in the next shot, it flying away. You can see, I kind of think, in the background, the remnants of the guys who are chasing them. Mm. But we have a pretty large explosion, so goodness knows what was actually in that container that he dropped. True. Um, but yeah, that is that we want. So that's the yes, thing we're yeah. talking about, that big bravado, that grin that's going on there. And she's kind of like, you can kind of tell, even though you're seeing the back of her head, yeah. she's kind of like, I don't buy your nonsense. <laughs> we knew each other when we were younger, but here we go. Now, that has to be, and it was the same in the Super Bowl spot, one of my favourite shots Mm -hmm, of these trailers. What looks like some sort of weird, weird storm, thunder, lightning, some sort of... Do you know what I can almost describe it? Remember the Matt Smith era of Doctor Who, the vortex, the way it was like clouds and thunder and lightning? It's almost like that. Mm -hmm. It's some sort of circular vortex, and we have Star Destroyer with TIE fighters chasing after the obviously... A lot newer and a lot different looking Falcon here. Um, I think when it comes to artistic shots, this is right up there in Star Wars, really. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Because that could be something that is all black. You know, like it's all... And then you just see that coming through within these and you'll just hear the noise of mm-hmm. them, you know, coming after the Falcon. Um, because obviously we know that the TIE Fighters hate that ship, as yep. Finn pointed out. Um but from the original, the smaller one, the smaller trailer, it looked like you had different TIE fighters. You know, almost like TIE, like tie a, bombers.
0: Yeah, it was almost like a prototype TIE bomber or maybe like an extra cockpit for an extra gun or some yeah. sort of thing. It was a slightly different TIE fighter. Now, other folks that are analysing this even deeper than I am, and yous are all turning around and saying, Alan, you have been talking for 40 <laughs> minutes now about this trailer. You think you've analysed it enough when it comes to this um other people are saying that the ties look slightly older as well so i will take their word for it um but folks are thinking maybe this could be the start of the kessel run because they're thinking that this sort of weather anomaly could be actually potentially in space yeah because the kessel run is meant to have like Black holes and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, Run is—it's meant to be, you know, like it's almost like an obstacle course for ships. It's who can get through it. Obviously, it's distance, yeah. not time. Yeah. Um. So this could be the start of that, and we see a lot more hands-on with the control. Mm-hmm. Excuse the pun. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, because that's the one thing you kind of notice. You kind of see Harrison always kind of you know moving about the cockpit and stuff like that but the shots always usually his hands are down behind the Mm -hmm. you know the console whereas here we're getting complete up close shots of him moving the levers and stuff like that and that leads us to him thwacking a tie fighter out of the sky and i think it's probably fair to say at this moment in time lando is losing his absolute mind Mm -hmm. because this is his ship potentially at this stage still um and Han's kind of bashing it up a wee bit here. So as, But again, I think this is a lovely wee shot. I wasn't expecting to get as much of the Falcon as we did. Yeah. I thought they were going to reasonably isn't hold Isn't that back. the
1: part where we said, like, oh, I thought we are in trouble for a second, but exactly. it, it, it's fine now.
0: Yeah. Again, to do with the, we're all fine here. Thank yep. you. How are you? Yep, in the Death Star. Um, and again, I think that's, that's almost meta. Yeah. To what happened with the movie you know like we're all you know it's all fine you know we thought thought we're in trouble there but you know it's it's okay it's okay we're gonna be fine and yeah. yeah now this shot of Lando Lando is completely scared for his life by the looks of it people have been photoshopping porgs into this oh god so that they both look like a shocked face but again then we end up at this little moment here and this is kind of the key ending part of it, which I think has thrown a lot of people and maybe pulled people out of it a wee bit, is Tentacle Monster.
1: Yeah, I think I was watching Black Nerd Comedy saying, like, is it something that, in every Star Wars movie, you have to have something to do with tentacles? A tentacle Monster now, you also like,
0: had Borgullet in Rogue One.
1: Yeah, so you had that, and obviously you had the Sarlacc in Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi. You had the thing in Empire that goes to eat it, and, you know, like, you had the Tars and mm-hmm. stuff, so...
0: Is this going to be another big monster thing? Mm-hmm. Like, is that one? maybe what they're going for? Sort of a nod to Empire in the sense of kind of like an escape from a big yeah. creature or something yeah. like that. But no, it definitely looks interesting. And again, we can notice another different radar dish on the Falcon. It's a lot flatter to the roof. Oh yeah, right there. Could we again see for another movie a third radar dish to kick the bucket? Quite likely, considering we have to have a slightly different one when we get to A New Hope. True. But again, um, we get a good shot here in this scene of, again, sort of how the falcon looks a bit different here. It has a paint job, of course. Mm-hmm. It's white with what looks like, I think, blue along the back yeah, here. Yeah, because you can kind
1: of see the blue like there, mm-hmm. near the
0: thruster part of it. So it is, it is so weird seeing it like this. Mm-hmm. Because you have to sit back and you wonder, what the heck? Especially
1: cause this, the front of it, especially this is almost like with the prequels, how Anakin turns into Darth Vader. How does this Millennium Falcon going to turn into? In, yeah, that's almost like what this film is going to serve its purpose for. Maybe in what a sense. people
0: are as much interested in. Yeah, Guess even we don't though know it's, about Han, but he, the ship's as big a part of it. Exactly,
1: you know. If you think about it, the ship has its own music and such mm-hmm. as well.
0: You know, like that's, that is the funny thing when you think of it back. The Millennium Falcon has had a theme to itself. Does C-3PO and RTD too? Well, um, but even Han really hasn't had his own theme. Yeah, it's Han and Leia. Han and Leia. He's been tagged on with Leia. Yeah. Whereas, of course, as we've heard also, he's actually finally going to get his theme with this movie from John Williams. So that's being done. Um, But it is going to be very interesting. I doubt they'll probably explain it, but it's interesting. We'll probably get a, a book or a comic of some kind. That explains why the front of that goes from being this nice pointed thing yeah. to having, obviously, the gap mm. with the two prongs instead. Now, having read through the art books and stuff like that, the prongs are designed for freight cargo, that sort of stuff, that it can get like freight containers and stuff like that. Um is this how it came originally? Is this a modification that Lando had made originally? Is this something to that make he it sportier? Is this something that he drops in order because Java
1: says, you know, you dropped your um, shipment of the first sign of Imperial thing? So is mm-hmm. this something that he detaches because Eventually, yeah. the thing at the front is too big? You Fair know, like sure. and then he'd be like, oh, you know, this isn't. Uh, I didn't have anything because look, I can't. Or maybe this is something that he's like a smuggler or whatever. And because he drops something, they said, right, we'll take that off. Mm. You can't, therefore, you're not deemed worthy to carry anything. You know, again, there's so many theories. And you're talking about the front of a bloody ship. Is essentially what we're talking about.
0: That's nerddom. That is nerddom. But that is all of the key sort of scenes that kind of stood out to me. From the Han Solo trailer. So that's that. So... We've kind of talked about little things as we went through the trailer, the actual moments there, but how did you feel, really, at the end of it all? What feelings kind of stirred up inside you? Was there excitement, or was it, oh, okay, or what's the story? It was... Because I think you and me are reasonably similar on yeah, this. Yeah, it
1: was more, I watched it, and I was like, all right, okay, but... I wasn't over. I wasn't like, oh my god, that looks amazing. Whereas I did with Force Awakens yeah. with Last Jedi. You know, like you had all these characters that you've kind of seen now. Um, you know, whether in Force Awakens you'd seen like the, you know Chewie were home, which everyone lost their stuff about. Yeah. Whereas with this is kind of you've got you've kind of got some known properties and then some unknown properties. But you kind of, especially with the Last Jedi and the mixed reaction that it's got, I think a lot of people were like meh nah. you yeah. know I think they don't want to get like with video games like with say whenever Mass Effect Andromeda for example yes. after playing that hype 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 yeah and then we got on the hype train it took us to delay 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 it eventually took us after numerous delays <laughs> to where it needed to go and then once we got off we were like huh this isn't what I expected it to be I actually want to go back to the second and third one which were like a couple of give me years remasters ago. yeah exactly <laughs> Um, but this is kind of the same, like, fair enough, it's Star Wars, so I'll go and see it, but...
0: You're I, not doing backflips.
1: As I was saying in a video that I did on YouTube, in Ventomania on YouTube, um, that I think Star Wars now is becoming very oversaturated. Um, That's but, crazy to think, like, four movies in. Yeah, but whereas before we were waiting three years, Yeah, and I think now... You know, like there's Ryan Johnson's doing like a new trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited
0: for that. I do not the one thing I hope I just do not want them to go the direction of Marvel and go two movies a year, three movies a yeah. year, whatever it is, that would just that would be too much. I think
1: Marvel though, which we'll get on to in a minute or two. You've <gasps> spoiled <laughs> it. I know. Um but we'll talk about that in a minute. But we'll not um, babble
0: we'll not babble on here too much because we can have these discussions when we actually see the movie and stuff like but that. But
1: for you, with the longer trailer, did the longer trailer did more for you or did the shorter
0: trailer? I was I- actually about to mention this and I wonder were you the same? I preferred the Super Bowl spot. Oh, so did I, yeah. The Super Bowl spot did more for me than that longer trailer and that is so weird to me considering in the Super Bowl spot, we didn't see him physically talking mm-hmm. or anything like that yes, we heard the voice at one part and we saw his face at one point, but at no point were they together. Yeah, I think I maybe just enjoyed, especially the sort of something we actually haven't mentioned. I like the music, yeah, very, very different. Um, sort of that sort of almost sort of rocky version of not, I don't mean the the boxer or anything <laughs> like that, I mean actual guitar rock, um, kind of strumming of the theme and stuff like that. Um, Enrollment enrolment in Flight Academy and stuff like that. That did that a lot more for me. I think it was just that in the longer one, like you kind of say, it was there, it was nice. But in comparison to other Star Wars trailers, Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing backflips. I enjoyed it. I'm definitely interested. You can kind of tell that considering the analysis I kind of did of putting those pictures together and stuff. Um, But like you mentioned with Force Awakens... Last Jedi, <coughs> I was watching them non-stop from when yeah. the trailer came out, whereas this, I've just been like, yeah, cool. I
1: think nowadays, though,
0: with trailers, is like I think you're before. right. It's I, it's I think you're right in terms of, it might also be the fact that with The Last Jedi being so polarising for people, mm-hmm. we're still so fresh from that.
1: Yeah. I think you're, that's kind, what, you're
0: kind of still on the come down from Last Jedi. That's why
1: it took so long for the trailer to come out, because Ron Howard said... Case. Yeah, because if The Last Jedi come out in May, and this was coming out in May, then you could have done it, you know, mm. right in the middle. But I think with trailers nowadays, especially like we talked about with the Rogue One one, you look at that, but then you see the amount of stuff in that trailer that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Like whenever Jin's walking along the gangplank, and, and then they, know, then yeah. you expect that to come up, and it doesn't. And then you you see her running along the beach with the plans in her hand. That doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, so whether we see stuff like I was talking about, like that monkey thing, if that's actually in the final film, Mm.
0: you know, so... But no, don't get me wrong, not being negative or anything like that, enjoyed the trailer, but I'm not, you know, jumping over the furniture in the house or anything like that. I think if
1: this was Ron Hard's film for the very outset,
0: I think I may have got a bit more excited. Like, I have no doubt. It'll be a fun, enjoyable movie yeah. because Ron Hard's a brilliant director. Um, I love some of his movies. Like If you haven't went out and watched The Likes of Rush and stuff like that, based around F1 and Nicky Lauda and stuff like that, really recommend going and see it. It's one of the ones that kind of slips under the radar. Um, it's really, really good, and I love his movies, so I'm confident it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's going to, it's going to take that next trailer yeah to start sort of really build the hype for me i think yeah well we'll leave it at that because that's nearly the guts of an yeah, hour for we'll, solo we'll maybe talk about the <laughs> well, other one I'm about sure those we're days. going to talk about it plenty more come may because may is going to probably be a pretty bumper month for movie discussions yeah. because we're going to have Solo, there's going to be, isn't the new Deadpool as well out around then as well? I think there was a poster today saying May 18th or something. Yeah, because was meant to be June and they brought that forward and they moved the new mutants back to next year. Yeah, there's been a lot of jiggery-cokery in that regard. Um, So we're going to have Deadpool as well and we're going to have what we're going to discuss next, which is, Chris... The Avengers Infinity War, of course. With, thank goodness, Alan Silvestri's Avengers theme back. Yeah. Because Age of Ultron... That was not there, so I'm a lot happier that that's back. But I'm an Alan Silvestri fanboy because, obviously, Back to the Future and all that sort of nonsense. And plus the fact it was featured in the main trailer, which
1: everyone got really excited for. Uh, 360 and you, shot and, and stuff like that. And give you, like, the Spider-Man or,
0: So, or what I'm actually going to do is I will gear the trailer up here on YouTube because, ladies and gents, I didn't prep this anywhere near as much as Solo. Well,
1: I'll tell you what. Why don't we hit pause here and yeah. then
0: we'll come back whenever yeah, we're finished doing this. Hi,
1: this is Larry County, the voice of Lionel from Thundercats.
0: Hey, this is Chris Jericho. Hi, this is Stan Bush. I'm Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock and James from Pokemon.
1: You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vint.
0: Chris and Alan, the sexiest beasts in the UK, besides me, of course. You're listening to Alan and Chris. You're listening to Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock. Operation Retroshock.
1: Operation Retroshock. Thunder. 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 Thundercats! Hello everyone,
0: welcome back. Got everything together, so we're ready to rock and roll for the Avengers Super Bowl spot. Uh, This is very much uh, where you will probably be able to throw in little tidbits, I would say. Maybe things from comics, I don't know. Uh, You're definitely a lot more comics first than me nowadays. But we'll just dive straight into this here. And the first shot of the Super Bowl trailer sees as they are most commonly referred to as the science bros and their child
1: yeah it's almost like two dads <laughs> and the kid has no idea what's going on but from what it looks i'm not sure whether dr strange has seen a bit of action already on his forehead mm, I'd, and say, but, I'd say
0: by this point they have yeah yeah
1: but it almost looks like these two they're facing something it was, obviously here we see peter is wearing like the more shinier suit whereas in the trailer after been in the trailer after he's yeah. kind of went, went back to the original one taking the, his mask off so whether they're saying something Peter doesn't understand what it is and these kind of guys do so whether this is something that they faced before or whatever
0: I just any shot I'm seeing at the minute with Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch and it just makes me so happy. You know what
1: makes me happy whenever I see this is <laughs> that I can go oh, I've met him.
0: Yeah, you can. I've met yeah, Doctor Strange or I've you met look, Sherlock. If you look there. Lovely stuff. Greater than everything. Yeah. Um, but no, this is just this is cool because obviously everyone's been dying over the last years of the Marvel Universe to be like oh, Science Bros you know and stuff like that and I think yeah, very all, much
1: All kind of need to have his Banner here because obviously yeah, him and Tony kind we're of the
0: kind of prototype yeah. science bros <laughs> um, but yeah Peter's there in the fancy armour that was kind of thrown in his way or at least tempted by Tony at the end of his homecoming movie um, one thing I don't know your opinions on this um, this is typical of me getting on a ramble here what do you think and this is me as an Iron Man fan you're the Hulk guy and you were Team Iron Man for Civil War anyway don't start a fight because <laughs> all, 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 all the Americans will be like, screw you guys. Um, is it me, or do I feel the suits are getting worse? I don't mean design-wise. I mean CGI-wise. Because I go back and I look at some of the early footage yeah. from the earlier Ironmans. Now, yes, obviously in like the first Ironman, there's CGI, but there's a lot more practical. So, obviously, practical is always going to look mm-hmm. a lot better I don't know, it just seems the CGI shots of some of the suits, like if I go back and think of Civil War, yeah, you can very clearly see when there's a CGI suit more a on case Robert of, Downey Jr.
1: More a case of whenever you see Thanos saying about, and then he punches yeah. Iron Man, and Iron Man's kind of on the floor and he's kind of looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of understand what you're you're saying, like because this suit here looks very shiny to me, mm-hmm. but it almost looks like, because obviously he can kind of wear that, he obviously wears that, mm-hmm. whereas he'll wear more kind the of... Iron Man armour is
0: not just, you know, stuff that can throw on the Dark Jr. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So I can get I think much he wears
1: the chest plate
0: and a bit uh-huh. of the upper torso. I like shoulder pads yeah, sort of yeah. stuff, and then the rest of it's CGI sort of thing. Don't get me wrong, I can completely understand why a guy like Robert Downey Jr. would be like, guys, come kind of scale this back yeah. a bit and make it a bit more CGI for me? Um, but that's just me being a wee bit nitpicky. But uh, you can quite clearly see that the armour is fairly uh, on high up on the tech stakes here now. Yeah. So we are um, matching, obviously, Peter's upgrade as well. Now, do we have the Aya there? We do indeed, yep. So that's in play as well. Because obviously... Isn't that meant to have one of the... Infinity Stones. Infinity Stones. Stones? So that's probably going to get taken away at some point. The Guardians coming out of their ship by the looks of it. So this is probably going to be the scene where everybody kind of first meets, maybe. Or maybe they do something completely separately with Thor. Well,
1: because in the other part that we see later on, Thor, Rocket and Groot are all together, whereas we only see Gamora, Star-Lord and Drax there. Mm -hmm. So whether Mantis is here... She's gonna enter. be there somewhere. No, no. So whether you see those four, and whether Thor is trying to go back to get Loki or something, and the other ones go with him. So
0: that's, that's true. Um, yeah, I think it's a good shot. Maybe, but they definitely look here a wee bit. I'm not gonna say like shy, maybe puzzled. a bit unsure, yeah. puzzled. Yeah, yeah. Um, that they don't know what they're kind of walking out here to yeah. to see. Um, but then we see Yay. Sanctum Santorum. Um we have Tony and we have Banner. So this is again this is stuff we've seen from the other trailers where uh you see that Banner somehow has made it back to Earth. Yeah. Um because he kind of was lying there, crash landed into the stairs of the sanctum. Um yeah, Benedict and all that sort of stuff with Wong. Um Obviously, we have the arc reactor back in the chest. So, what's going to cause this? Is it a clip on, or is he actually fully put a arc reactor back in his chest? It's going to be one of those things we're going to just have to wait yeah. and find out. And this is, of course, as well, roughly around when we've seen in the other trainers, tra- trainers, <laughs> trailers, um, where he has the phone that Cap gave him. Yes. Civil yeah, War yeah. for saying if S goes down, yeah, give us a buzz. And this is the shot you were talking about, where we yeah, see... It's funny how you mentioned about the phone, and then you talk about Groot on this yeah. phone. Typical... So, obviously, Groot is now teenage Groot. Yeah. And he's sitting here in this sort of what looks... I don't think it's the Milano by any stretch of the imagination. It's some sort of pod, I think. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks like a bigger ship.
1: This almost looks like the one that you see Thor at the start of the... The very first one because you can kind of see the windows mm-hmm. behind you, you know, whenever he's kind of standing like that. Because I went, oh, I was watching through some of the Infinity War trailers, and obviously, you had like the leaked D3 one, yeah. And the first time Thor met the Guardians before mm-hmm. Ragnarok came out, right? He had both eyes, so obviously, they didn't, they, they did didn't two want you shoots. To know. Yeah, so yeah. Then, and then whenever it came out then obviously he just had the one eye the
0: thing is they mightn't have even needed to have done two shoots they could have just probably CG'd that on I'm that's like.
1: though why they did that on the poster that you only saw that side and oh, it was the, in the trailer
0: as well for Ragnarok where yeah. he comes down with all the lightning cracking off him yeah and you see him there and he has the two eyes yeah. and the lightning very clever the around. way they've done that you know uh-huh. so it, it was is. nice because that was the thing is it made when Ragnarok came around the big surprise of boom the eyes gone yeah sorry folks spoilers if you haven't seen you know, mm. Thor Ragnarok, but hey ho. But yeah, it's Thor, Rocket, and Groot. No signs of anybody else here. Mind, you did see in a previous shot the other Guardians were in this ship, yeah, at some shape and form or time. But again, stuff we'll have to wait and see. So this is what you were mentioning here with Peter, mm-hmm. um, original Spider Man outfit. Yeah. Now what this screams to me is because we've seen in the previous trailer the shot of him in the school bus. Yes, and he sees what looks like this big portal thing, and this you know this big metal thing that seems then, that's spinning. But then, but that looks a lot more.
1: That up looks in the ha- atmosphere because the other one he jumps onto, and he's wearing the metallic suit. Mm-hmm. So this looks like you know point. a different point. Whether this is them leaving and him maybe trying him, you know going on his own Tony saying you're not coming with or Tony saying you're not coming with us and then him maybe jumping on the side of the ship to go with them you know like so again a kid a teenager being irresponsible being told one thing and want to do another thing yeah, and then maybe but I don't understand why
0: he's taking his mask off uh, that would be ill advised I would say when you're getting what looks like to be into the upper atmosphere of the planet uh and plus he's a
1: smart kid so he would know
0: this you need oxygen. <laughs> uh, on to our next shot. So this is something you pointed out to me when we were on break there. So this is a shot. We've got Cap. We've got Scarlett Johansson's widow. We've got Vision in the back, who looks notably without his... Yeah, I was going to say that, that he
1: looks... Because it almost looks like he's holding his side as well. Yeah, you this know, definitely like, is not a
0: full-powered Vision. Yeah. Because definitely it looks like the so uh, infinity out of the you old look old there, forehead is gone.
1: See there, in between Captain Cap's America's arm. arm and his stomach. There's a lot of theories going around here that um, somebody <coughs> Captain Marvel is behind Captain America, um, that she's in this movie, you know, because this could lead into then her movie, which I think is coming out in 2019. Yeah, next year. From what I believe, because...
0: I'm very excited for that. Very excited yeah, because
1: we, well we don't really have a, an event, we don't really have a Marvel movie at the end of the year. Mm. You know, because we normally have one about October, November time. I
0: DC have Aquaman, but there's no kind of like, yeah, so standout Marvel. Yeah, so whether,
1: you know, you've got Black Panther out in a couple of days near enough, and then you've got...
0: Ha ha, we get it a few days early. You've got this, <laughs> and you've
1: also got uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, which was another great trailer. But Indeed. And um, we're getting all those in the sort of first,
0: sort of, after yeah. the years yeah. Sort of um,
1: but that would be interesting that if she's brought into that because that's another character that would this would probably be very much one of the first characters that we see in an Avengers movie before they have their solo movie mm, you know true. Um, true. well apart from Black Panther sorry who was obviously in Civil War and then technically could, not Avengers
0: technically well not Avengers, you know right? what I mean 2.5 2.5
1: yeah. right.
0: um, but yeah quite interesting here um This must be pre-Cap getting his new shield gauntlet things. Yeah. Because they're not on his arms there. But Scarlet's widow looks very different here. Not obviously just because of the hair or anything like that. that
1: It's almost like a bulletproof vest.
0: Yeah, it's a wee bit more heavy duty. Yeah. So it is there. Um, Which is interesting. Um, And as you kind of mentioned there with Vision, he definitely doesn't look in top shape. No. To be brutally honest. But this almost looks a bit like... Um, remember the place in Civil War? Um, you know, when they were in, like, Germany? You know, the kind of when Tony and Cap were in the office? Kind yeah, of? it
1: almost looks like over here. Yeah, like the, the meeting room and yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: But you never know, this could be Avengers headquarters yeah. that we've seen in the movie. It could be well. It could be Wakanda. Wakanda, it could be absolutely anywhere. We see Thor staring up at something with his eye no more. He's already had that spoiled on you, it's, <laughs> not, it's not that big of a deal. But we then see, um, we see Black Panther, we see Cap, and Cap has his new sort of gauntlet shields, which have again kind of been causing a bit of uproar in fandom because they're like they're not very big,
1: yeah. But whether this,
0: I was just about to Please actually touch on them. that, but whether Please this is something
1: them. that he goes like that but he kind of either combines them together or he presses a button to make them bigger hmm. but apparently before this trailer came out the toys hit the shelves, yeah. and this is kind of where it was spoiled I saw for it on people. the toy
0: before the trailer Yeah, so it. did um, but no I like the idea that he has basically one for each arm now yeah. so he can so you can kind of see why I yes, think this they're is, not as big but he's got a bit more I think it's more
1: a stabby kind of thing rather than a throwing mechanism than a throwing mechanism yeah you know
0: I think that's maybe going to be a bit of a weird thing but You also maybe have to think um, maybe at some point when everything gets further on and Tony and Cap are kind of in the Mm -hmm. same spot maybe Tony brings the shield back or something like that and says yes you can have the shield back sort of thing. Yeah, We shall see in that front. Um, And this is the moment I got very excited for being the Iron Man guy Mm -hmm. um, because we see a shot of this is again we've seen the shot well not this exact shot but this place In the previous trailer, this is this sort of street that is an absolute mess. What is probably outside the sandstone. Is this the one that
1: has him stand there and he's taking his glasses off? But he's in normal garb. Mm -hmm. So whether he takes his glasses off and puts on these ones. And then Mm -hmm. that's what activates the suit. Because like you said, the suit, it almost looks like something if Tony Stark was meant to be a Power Ranger.
0: Mm. That's, you know, like... Well, that's it. It's the extremist armor. It's It's quite obviously the extremist armour is nanotechnology. Yeah. So, because you can see it's kind of like knitting itself together, but kind of like you mentioned, it's similar to sort of how you saw in the Power Rangers movie, Mm -hmm. the way that armour kind of came on. Yeah. But um, let's not draw comparisons between Tony Stark (laughs) and the Power Rangers. But no, absolutely. Well, I did it with the last one, so I had to do with this one. Yeah. But no, that was quite an exciting moment for me. So, I find it interesting that they have... They've included Nebula in the 32nd spot. Now, yes, we knew she was going to be involved because pretty much anybody and everybody that has been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be involved in this.
1: Well, there's still two people we have
0: not seen in this, Mm -hmm. which is Ant-Man and Hawkeye. This is true. Um, But she's obviously going to be at the forefront, and I have a pretty reasonable idea that I think we're probably going to see her face off with Thanos proper, yeah. Kind of maybe one to one at some point. Um, I think that maybe has some sort of comic history behind it or whatever. But um, don't uh, make Karen Gillan's Nebula angry. No. By the looks of it here, because no. she looks ready to throw down. No, this is a pretty neat shot as well. Yes. So what have we got here? Well,
1: we've got Doctor Strange, obviously using his funky magic stuff, but we have. Iron Man in the background, and then Iron Man kind of goes through. Now, I don't know if he pushes this with his blaster or what. I was what. thinking
0: there was some sort of combo yeah. thing going on. You know, the way there? like
1: we'd seen Iron Man and Captain America the kind Shield. of working together, so whether he's doing something with that, you know, because again, this looks like the street because we have like a lounge over here, so whether we have something like that happening. But again, like you say, it's very CGI, almost like. It's almost like Lycra. It's very. It's very, it's very
0: streamlined yeah. but then you would say if if the technology the extremist technology is nanotechnology then it yeah. doesn't have to be like these big armoured plating. Mm-hmm. you know things that are maybe making them a bit bulkier it can all be a bit more streamlined yeah. so it can um,
1: but it almost looks like over here we have Wong as well because we have one pattern here mm, and yeah, another one true. here so Didn't this, that. this again will probably be on that street so whether he does something and then Wong does something as well
0: Interesting in the fact that we've seen this shot in the street from multiple different situations. We've seen Banner in one of the other trailers, but he's not at the forefront here in these couple of shots. Mm. So is there something maybe up with Banner or is he he hulked and went? With
1: with Banner though, whenever he's crashed through the ceiling and he's down in the ground, Mm -hmm. you see the two of them looking at him. But they've got this Mm -hmm. in their hands. So whether they've kind of Changed him from Hulk to Banner, and that's why he has kind of like Mm. an astonished look on his face. But again, obviously in the Avengers, we've seen him crash down into um, somewhere, and then he's kind of morphed back into Banner. Mm -hmm. So whether whether he's taking care of some other business, you know, whether these guys are going like, right, Hulk, you get this, and we'll get this, you know, maybe that's what
0: he's done. One thing that's actually just jumped out at me there as well is. Doctor Strange is Sans's gloves that we saw in Thor Ragnarok. True. Because he actually yeah. had his gloves that everybody's been used to from Thor Ragnarok. That just jumped out at me. Um, we'll do another wee sort of tangent here, so well, will. Um, thoughts on Benedict's progression as Strange from the movie to the little glimpse we got in Ragnarok? Oh,
1: i I've, There's I've, a lot more confidence. His
0: character, again... With Guardians,
1: Guardians was the first one that you watch and you didn't know what to expect from. Mm-hmm. Then with Ant Man, that was kind of the case. And with Doctor Strange, I adored that film. Mm-hmm. I thought he played that character really well. I really enjoyed like how he went from being the successful, cocky surgeon. Oh, you know, like successful cocky person, like like yes. with Tony Stark, and then obviously he basically loses his thing that he's good at with his hands, and then he kind of you know becomes this all powerful um sorcerer but I think his stuff is tremendous. I think he's done really well. He's fitted really well into you know the way like we say that Robert Downey Jr. is born to play Iron Man. Yeah. Tony Stark. He fits I couldn't
0: imagine anybody else no, he fits
1: that. Doctor Strange to AT, mm-hmm. you know, like he does so well at it. And that's the thing with the majority of the Marvel universe is that there's hardly anyone you would go like, I would you're cast out of, you're out of place. Yeah, I would cast yeah. somebody else, you know, like some people don't like black
0: panther some people don't like bucky but that's well, the reason the, well, why this is the thing is again not to get two sides tracked but nobody can really turn around in the amount of time that we've seen black panther on screen and said i don't really like him too much because really but
1: the only reason they've done that is because they're bucky fans well it's because they prefer him bucky barnes over that
0: panther so i would whatever. be more okay.
1: i'd be more black panther than bucky is one of my mm-hmm. least favorite
0: because to me, that was one of the cool, one of the really cool scenes in Civil War was that kind of first major scene you see him in the Black Panther army yeah. And they're firing from the helicopter, and everything's just bouncing off, yeah. And, the then, they chase, and stuff then like they that. chase after, but yeah, all that sort of discussion can be saved for another day because, obviously, considering we've been off the air for a number of years, there's quite a few Marvel movies we can talk about over our time. Just so a few. They will be coming down the pipeline in due course, and no doubt we will end up. Talking about uh, Black Panther very soon, considering it is out here in the UK in a mere probably week or so's time. Yep, I think yep, it I is. Think so next,
1: next Monday or Tuesday, we get it a,
0: a bit earlier than the US, and then we get the shot that has been in the previous trailer as well. Everybody running uh, and in what is Wakanda. Iron Patriot
1: there flying as well. Iron
0: Patriot, Falcons there as well. Hulk. No, I've never even you known no, There you go. No, that's was first time I heard them. Bucky, I just fo- focus on that big green guy. <laughs> Bucky, Widow, Hulk, Cap, uh, Black Panther. And I'm sorry, I'll know the name this time next week. But I think it's maybe his sister, Black Panther's sister. I'm not 100% sure. Or it's one of his royal guards or say, like Just say
1: Fake Machine from Walking Dead is probably the best way for but you to take
0: it. But I won't, I won't uh, pretend that I know the character's name just yet. But 100% after I've seen Black Panther next week, yeah. I will know it. Um but it is a heck of a shot. But this is this sort of shot that you know could be very easily changed and doctored by Marvel between now and the film's release. Oh yeah, totally. Because obviously we had the shot in the Civil War of them all standing on the airport, no Spider-Man, yeah. until Spider-Man was yeah. time to be announced. Oh yeah, yeah. So he was properly put into that scene because we're going obviously see in the first time we saw the shot, he didn't have the shield gauntlets on his arm. True, yeah. And then
1: you've got like kind of a room there that you could almost put somebody in. Like there's a big gap you know, right here and right here as yeah, well. So like. if you were to put Captain Marvel there beside Black Widow, anybody know. can
0: fit in here. Exactly. Cuz obviously notable absences are strange. Tony, all that sort of stuff. There's plenty of people missing here from this shot. But it's again, there's a chance that tons in this first movie, there's a chance that there'll be pockets of people doing oh, different yeah. things yeah, all totally. over the shop and then totally Come the end, they'll either be all together, or that'll be the second part yeah. of Infinity War and Avengers Four. But final shot of Mister Thanos looking a bit more natural to his color in the comics in yeah. comparison to that first trailer that we saw. Oh, that was, I think, one of the complaints some people yeah, had. Yeah, it's because he didn't have his like headdress, or his Aye. helmet on, really. Um, and he wasn't maybe as purple as people were expecting yeah. him to be, and stuff like that. Um, now, I don't think he's strong purple here. I think it's the light looks and make a bit darker purple. Because yes. yeah. you kind of see the light on the left-hand side of his face. It still looks similar
1: mm-hmm.
0: to what we've seen in that first trailer. But it's just going to be something we're going to see in the main Are movie. these
1: Wolverine claws in his face?
0: Oh, don't. Don't start. Is Hugh Jackman coming back? No, he isn't. He's done. Finito. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a heck of a couple of months for movies coming out. You know, between Solo, between all the Marvel movies... After watching the solo
1: trailer and stuff, Mm -hmm. I am far more excited for this than I am Star Wars. And that's shocking for me to say, but the first Avengers trailer, like, that was just, you know, like, that was one that I watched multiple times. And you're, you know, you're looking in every corner and every crevice for things and Mm. music and everything. It was just like, it was, you know, like, obviously that's the most watched trailer of all time. And it's still, it's like way over a hundred million
0: views. And that's, but, but no, I think it would be fair if you were to probably talk to 100 people, say. Mm-hmm. I'd say out of that 100 people, now, I mean people who are into this sort of thing. Yeah. Out of 100 people, if you were to turn around and ask them, what are you more excited for this year mm-hmm. between Solo and Avengers, you're probably going to find the majority will go for Avengers. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying it'll be like... Ninety to ten or whatever yeah. sort of thing. It'll be like, It'll 60 be like 40 a, or maybe 65, yeah. 35, something like that. Um, because this is the big one for Avengers, whereas obviously this is just uh, one of the standalone movies from the Star Wars. If you turned around to some people and said, "Oh, Episode Nine or Avengers," if it was the same year, it would maybe be a wee bit more of an even split. But you could even be surprised again after the polarizing sort of opinions yeah. of folks between Last Jedi and so on. But that is our analysis of what we would probably consider the two most important trailers out of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Of course, there was Skyscraper, including The Rock, which is kind of like... Die Hard. Die hard goes <laughs> mad. Uh, you know, then well, you have... Just quickly,
1: what did you think of your their Jurassic World? Because I know you're a
0: huge Jurassic Park fan. Mm. I'm not sure. Okay. No, I'm not sure. And that seems to be the common consensus with people with Jurassic World, yeah. is they're like... A- not sure about this because they're obviously they seem to be very much going sort of Lost World direction of Yeah, we're back in civilization and stuff like that but that can all be saved for a movie review down the line. Um, Mission Impossible trailer was out it looked pretty cool but that's Mission Henry Impossible Henry Cavill products. had like a moustache I don't know how why do you have a moustache I don't know that must be the it's most powerful moustache you right? know no. you yeah, can actually <laughs> see what he looks like properly now? Um I can see why they made him keep the moustache um, because he's meant to be a bad guy in Mission Impossible and every bad guy must have a mustache of some to, kind. Will he twirl it at some stage? I Don't think it's long enough. But uh, yeah, definitely Solo and the Avengers are probably the top two that came out of the Super Bowl. Um, so that's why we just thought, hey, we'll have these in the first show back because um, they'll be the most topical thing yeah. to discuss. So they are. So that has been everybody episode ninety four. Um, just a wee gap between <laughs> ninety three and ninety four, but. As we said at the beginning, we're back. We'll see how regular we can get these out and about for you, but um, don't be refreshing your feeds every single day on us because oh no, that's not gonna happen. You'll bore yourself to tears. Yeah, but like I said, we'll try and go fortnightly, but no promises. Uh, I hope yous have all enjoyed this. Um, ever still subscribed on iTunes, we'll have to try and get well if you are start from scratch again. If you are get in touch, you know
1: if you are, you know, like Retro 316 on Twitter or Operation Retro Shock on Facebook, drop us a message. What do you think of these? Um is there a certain film that we haven't talked about that you're excited for this year? What do you want to see us cover? You know, like I was talking about Avengers and things like that and obviously that kind of stuff, you know, like, is there a certain area you like us to try and cover and that kind of thing. Obviously, you can follow us there, drop us a message or whatever. And Welcome of course, spread back. the word. Yeah, spread the word. You know, like, if you're a long-term subscriber who listens... Mike see. Yeah, who buys our apparel and wears it and, you know, things like that. So, um... Yeah, obviously, like Alan said, things have changed now. Um, I actually have a blog, which you can follow at vento316.wordpress.com. So, so many plugs. I know. So I know. many plugs. I know, they're over there. There's plugs up there. <laughs> Gang
0: lead required. Yeah.
1: Um, and then you can also follow me at vento316 on Twitter and Instagram. I don't think we were doing Instagram round about
0: then. No, we weren't. We yeah. definitely weren't. But yeah, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Alan G. W. Price. That's two L's and an A. Um... <laughs> Always had to explain that back (laughs) in the day. But yeah, get in touch. Let us know if you're still out there in the ether and uh, hopefully the word can be spread that we're back. This will probably be quite a shock for some people because I don't think we've really made this crazy public. You've mentioned it a couple of times in places. Yeah. Um, But it's not something we've been doing a sort of Chris Jericho build up to on Twitter or anything like that. So this is going to drop into people's iTunes feeds and stuff like that, and they're going to be like, wait, what? Mm. Um, but we'll definitely have to try and see about branching out from iTunes as well, because obviously people have got, like, Stitcher and stuff for I Android. It's a funny feeling
1: there are things that are already on Stitcher. I think they
0: are on Stitcher. Um, I think they are. Um, but obviously making sure everything's suitable as well for folks that are on Android devices, because, again, yeah. that wasn't as big a deal. In the initial run, maybe as it is nowadays, but the split between iPhones and Apple stuff and Androids. But we'll make sure everything's available for everybody in due course. But um yeah, hope you have enjoyed the listen, everybody. As I suspected, with this being the first episode back, it's gone a wee bit longer than we were initially yeah, talking about. Shocking. But hey, it was Avengers, not was hand solo. What are you gonna expect, really? But thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>